This week in the world of news from books, beards, and brews. All right. As always, I'm Bob. Tell us about Bob. I'm the Ask the Podcast, Derek. I'm Tanya. I'm hungry. And hi, hungry. I'm dead. Nothing. No. Well, if you would have wow. given Bob a second, maybe he would well, have done I was gonna, that. I was going to say, color me shocked that you were hungry. But <laughs> I was going to say, this is going to be a great episode if Tanya's going to be like, I'm hungry I'm every hungry. eight seconds. <laughs> I just want to be look. that little, I am that fat little puppy from um, Hunter One Dalmatians. Like, I'm hungry, mother. I'm hungry. What is the name? Like, Any, any excuse like to that? use a British accent. Mm, it was real bad, too. Hmm. So, How do you know? You just sounded like normal to you, apparently. Right, right. I mean, you didn't even notice you were talking a British accent. Hmm. All right. I just so, kind of think about what I, what would I sound like if I'm congested, and then that's ta da British. I don't think that's how I, I, that I, I works. I don't think that's how that works at all. You, you yeah. understand how accents work, right? Well, French people put cotton balls in their mouth. That's what when I was trying to take French, it's what it felt like. Yeah. I just had cotton balls in my mouth. It didn't yeah. work out for me. That's why I took sign language, because I'm real bad at, like, You know sign languages. language? Yes. A little bit. Bang, throwing the bird. No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm not ready no. for this bullshit. No, no, that's, sign language is the only reason I was able to finish college and get my degree. It's because we had a language requirement for psychology, and I failed at German. I'm, okay, why here's the thing. just Spanish? Because I failed at Spanish. I, I know the, like, I'm really good when you're in the infinitives like the the dictionary but once you start adding tenses and all that i'm i'm so you mean when you start learning to talk yes (laughs) (laughs) let me rattle off words you didn't you didn't just take a couple semesters of british because i feel like you'd ace that i kind of feel like maybe y'all maybe i maybe i'm not as good at that as i think i am and y'all are just (laughs) making fun of me but no sign language is the only reason i have my diploma (laughs) it's great all right asl all right, so let's get the first most important bit of business out of the way. Derek, what did you read on your cruise? Uh, on my cruise, I did not quite finish two books. Okay. I read Neuromancer by William Gibson. Yep. Nice. And I read 70 some odd percent of the first Deathstalker book, which is just Deathstalker yeah. by Simon R. Green. I've read book. the second one before, but I had never read Neuromancer before. And your thoughts on Neuromancer? Because I've read it. I know, I think Brand Ambassador Ryan is reading it or just read it. Uh, I think he's reading it. I'm not sure. I, yeah. I I talked to him about it and was hoping that he would kind of tell me what he thought when he was done with it. But uh, I thought it had a lot of good, but also had a lot of bad. Um, I had some notes, and if I had remembered yeah. well, to... I- like, bring them out of I appreciate we can maybe do a talk on it later but I I appreciate the book for what it is like it kind of helped start the cyberpunk genre a right. lot of the things that you that are staples of it are because of it are because of it but I don't know it, it's a good book but not a great book it's it's great because of what sprung forth from it not because of what it itself is Yeah I I enjoyed it I made it through there was a I had enough momentum to move me through the story without getting bogged down, despite the fact that the normal things that would draw me into it were fairly non-existent. Uh, the character work wasn't spectacular. Yeah. 
and a lot of it, there's a lot of issues, but I still, it was still good enough to the point where if the book had not ended on the last sentence that it did, I would have read the next book. Okay. But because like the last sentence is what it is, yeah. I was like, well, fuck this then. I don't want to read the next book. <laughs> That's fair. Um, oh, so we have an email from our fan, Les. Oh. You know what they say, sometimes less is more. <sighs> Les, I need you to legally change your name. <laughs> All right, so. Or just like punch Bob in the face one good time. <laughs> Go by like your first initial Abernathy or what was his last name? Well, we Les. don't want to put all his business out on the street i don't think but yes abernathy (laughs) that's a good name it is Um, his his name should be like l period middle initial period abernathy it should be chops oh god that's what it should be so he says dear fellow beard wearers i just finished listening to your mental illness and literature episode on that theme i wanted to recommend the graphic novel mr miracle by tom king don't let the DC Comics label fool you. It is an excellent book about suicide, PTSD, and depression. With the release of the new hardcover collection, I've been rereading it, and it is still as balls-to-the-wall crazy good as I felt the first time. Also, last Sunday, I was listening to your news episode. I was in the bedroom doing some laundry, and my wife happened to walk by the door as you guys were talking about miniature donkeys. She pretty <laughs> much kicked down the door and almost me with it. <laughs> And squeal at the idea of having little donkeys coming to a party. There isn't any kind of moral to the story. I just thought you guys would think it was funny. That's awesome. Later, guys. P.S. Mutton chops for the win. Because he face rocks. sculpted yes. he's for got, chops. Yeah, he's got a face sculpted by God to hold a pair of mutton chops, and it's immaculate. So, yeah, that was. And that I was appreciate neat. him having those, so that you'll stop trying to get me to have them. Well, look, I can never stop the crusade for chops. Like, I just, it, it's a thing. Um, so, uh, other bit of exciting news. The Rushmore podcast buckled on the uh, the fun hat issue. Good. I, I saw a picture. We are vindicated. Of, I saw a picture of one of their co-hosts in a fun hat. Are we, we're not surprised, no, right? No, I mean, no, no obviously. Fun hat, fun it's just nice is. when people finally see the light. I think Pepper's probably still personally holding strong against fun hats, but the podcast as a whole has betrayed its cause. Do you hear that? That is the sound of inevitability. <laughs> yep. So let's, uh, let's dive into our news. This is our weekly news episode. Hit me with them news facts. Um, so... Got some cool stuff. Got a really awesome bit of news. Saving it for last. I'm just this tickles my pickle. But let's. So we've talked about the who who were the Nebula Award nominees. Yes. Yeah. Well, the winners are. They out. have. Yeah. So I'm I'm not listing all of them. I'm listing the ones that we care about. Uh, the Calculating Stars by Mary Robinette Qual yep. won Best Novel. Yep. Uh, the Team Master and the Detective by Alette de Bodard won Best Novella. And The Secret Lives of the Nine Negro Teeth of George Washington by Finnerson DeGel Clark, one short story. Um, which, that's free to read. We'll probably end up maybe doing that on yeah. here as a short story. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen the Nebula Trophy and what it looks like? No. I have oh not. Oh my god, it looks so cool! Is it really? Yeah, it looks like... Okay, it's like a, a, a rectangular acrylic, probably glass because they're fancy... But in it is like galaxies and shit. Oh. It looks like planets and That's galaxies. Super cool. it Are you saying was it looks awesome. like nebulas? I, yeah. I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Never even considered that there was an 
actual award. Well, I yeah. um, a physical award. Someone on Twitter, Nicholas Eames, yeah, John Scalzi. Some mm-hmm. one of the one of the two of them put up a picture of Mary Robinette Walls thing. He was sitting at a table and he was like, "I'm I don't remember which one of them put this yeah. up, but they were like, I'm so happy for my friend and that little trophy." Well, it's probably Scalzi because awesome. Scalzi was probably at the awards. Yeah, I, I don't think that, Nicholas Ames probably was, but Scalzi was nominated. For, okay, then yeah, then, then it was then it I was think. on Scalzi's so that Scalzi. I saw then. But but yeah, the trophy looks awesome. I want to write good things so I can right? win that trophy just because I want that trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, everything else would be right, but Bob, write better and get a nebula. You know, you know. <laughs> they'll get right on there. Yeah, let me let me. Start and when out you win your first stuff. nebula, let me have it so I can just scratch your like scratch your name off and put it on my mantle. <laughs> just put some tape over it. Yeah. There you go. Do the uh, uh, the Will Wheaton Will Wheaton from uh, tabletop. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, question. Yeah. Or is that all you had to say about the? Yeah. Yeah. That. So I saw a thing online. And I should have done a little bit more research, but honestly, I didn't even think about it until you'd mentioned this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I was on Twitter, and I saw Nicholas Eames post up a thing where someone had won a self-publishing award, basically. They uh-huh. were, I guess this is award season for books and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, there's a book that won the award called Orconomics. Oh, yeah. I've read Orkanomics. Yeah. That one uh, yep. overwhelmingly, and Nicholas seems like, yay, I'm happy, this is yeah. really cool. So I was, I was like, I'm going to add that to my list. I'm going to read that sometime yeah. soon. Yeah, Orkanomics is good. It's yeah. by Zachary Pike. Yes. Uh, and the sequel, which I have not read, is called Son of a Lich. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're good. It's it's funny. It's kind of like funny fantasy kind of deal. But with some, it's kind of like, I'd put it like... Uh, uh, like Nicholas Eames style, King, like it's Wilding. funny, but yeah. there there is some there's some heart to it. Yeah, that's what I was I figured. Yeah. And the the cover looks awesome, oh, and does. the name oh, is, is good, anyways. And I I'd, I'd been seeing it on uh, on Amazon recently, yeah. and when he put the, when he posted that thing up, I was like, you know what? I I think I'm just gonna bite the bullet here soon. I've got yeah. I've got other plans for my reading, but it's definitely by the end of the year. I'll yeah, it. yeah. Oh, so this wasn't on my list, but we're gonna address it. Derek, I you're an idiot. Probably. And here's why. Okay. So you did that really good uh, buy or sell uh, bit where you were like, oh, well, this book is about dead gods and investigating a murder mystery and, you know, maybe the gods aren't fully dead and yada, yada, yada. And me and Tanya were like, holy fuck, we would buy the shit out of that book. Well, guess what? I have that entire trilogy, <laughs> and I have now read that entire trilogy of books. And the fact that you own the first book and haven't finished it hurts me inside, Derek. That book is amazing. I really, really liked it. I was reading it during the peak of my depression, yeah. and Derek, I stopped it. Finish that the, book. It yeah. is so good. It's a really good book. I liked it yeah. a lot. I just, Dude, you know what the worst thing is? You're, you might not remember this, but remember when... Uh, the main character's like big badass servant guy. Yeah, Sigrid. starts. Yeah, starts like f- killing people on a ship or something. A yes. flying ship. That's yes. where I stopped. Uh, you were almost yeah, done. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, God, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't. But it was super Off good. Air, I think I have the audio book too. Okay, yeah. No, it, it's great. But yeah. um, the whole trilogy went on sale for two ninety nine. Like oh man, um, like a 
Like it was year. a while ago because yeah, like I have ago. that. I have yeah. it somehow. Well, then why um, am I an idiot? But, why is this? You know, because you. Oh, because I didn't finish. Because you didn't finish it. Okay. No, um, but you know, found, we've been talking about Foundry side. Want to read that? It's the same guy. That's the Foundry side is a trilogy that he's writing. The, the next trilogy that he's writing. I don't. Uh, maybe I'm. Found, uh, I know. Maybe, I know Tanya. Bob and I have talked me, about me it because I yeah. saw. It's getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. Foundry side is the first book in his Founders trilogy. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, it's what he's working on. This company. The second book just came out in that series. Different different setting. I more believe. fantasy or is it sci-fi? With I think like from what I looked at, or... it's going to be that kind of weird mix of what City of Stairs is. Kind of, it's fantasy but in a modern-ish kind of setting. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Cool. But yeah. Okay. You're welcome for yeah. You to no. Read that. Well, like when you said that, and then I was like, look, what do I want to read next? I'm kind of flipping through my Kindle. It's like, wait a minute. I don't own this book, do I? And then I look like, holy fuck, I don't only own this book, I own the sequels! Do you remember what they're called? Uh, City of Stairs, City of Blades, and City of Miracles. Cool. I think. So, that sounds right. Yeah. I don't know about City of Blades, but City of Miracles, ba- well, I mean, I, I know considering of, what happens in the... Well, so, I don't know how much you remember about it, but Vurcha, the, yeah. the divinity of war... Mm-hmm. Her capital was the City of Blades. Okay, yeah. And so the second book revolves around stuff at the City of Blades. Okay, that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So this one. Uh, this... Effective piece is effective, Derek. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. You sold the fuck out of that book. And I, you sold it so well that I bought it before you even sold it to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I... that's how good that yeah, piece and, was. Yes, but if you hadn't already bought it, you would have went and bought it. Yeah. So. Um. So the World Beard and Mustache Mustache Ooh. Championships just happened. Oh, uh, they had, took place in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, it was hosted by the Antwerp Mustache Club. It's a twi- uh, biennial competition that recognizes the most impressive and well-groomed facial hair from around the globe. Uh, there's 17 categories, including the Dali, the Fu Manchu, the Freestyle Goatee, uh, and there's like super strict requirements on each. Uh, and then, but then, like the one that catches everyone's eye is like their freestyle, the one where you see like the guys turned his, yeah, turned his beard into a windmill, yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but it's founded in 1990 by a beard club in a small village in Germany's Black Forest, and so the sport is known as international bearding. And so, uh, but it's they've had this in America in the past, like I think you, Texas. You need, you need to change your. Uh... Your Twitter bio to say that you're... I'm an international bearder. Well, no, Amateur currently you're, Amateur. A, you're a domestic beard, yeah, yeah. bearder. I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur working towards uh, professional. You're semi-pro. Yeah. You've had a beard for a long time. <laughs> um, in related, you're a veteran. A veteran. Yeah, I'm a veteran. There we go. I'm a coach. Beard coach. <laughs> beard coach. Um, so this bit of news is called Men Maxing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's related. So thousands of British men have taken to smearing minoxidil, which is a type of balding medication, over their cheeks and chins to flush try, out their beards. To flush hair? out their beards. Does it work? It, it seems to be. Hmm. Um, so the drug is marketed as Regain, spelled funny. So Rogaine, basically. No, no, it's R E G A I N E, Regain. So they changed. A letter, yeah. It's, it's but, Rogaine. So it okay. works. So how it works is it encourages blood flow 
to the hair follicles. Right. So the blood feeds the root of the follicle, creating more cells and making the hair grow. Okay. At the same time, it widens the follicle and makes the hair grow thicker and longer. So, but it was discovered by accident in the 1970s. It was originally tested to treat high blood pressure, and it had this side effect of excessive hair growth. So Nice. Well, that's kind of like how Viagra came to be a thing. Is it? Yes. Viagra didn't... They didn't set out to come up with a dick hardening pill. They were oh, coming like up a blood with like pressure pill and it yeah, just... and then it was like, oh shit, everybody's popping boners. Well, I guess, <laughs> yeah. huh? Well, we'll market so, it at that. So apparently, uh, uh, it does have some potential side effects, which include itchiness, redness, scalp shredding, dry skin, dizziness, drowsiness, and heart palpitations. <laughs> They're saying that if you have normal blood pressure and you use too much of it, you can end up with a lower blood pressure than what is healthy, resulting in fainting and dizzy spells as your heart is not pumping enough blood around your body because it's pumping it to your face. But <laughs> you get a luscious-as-fuck beard yeah. out of it. So. so when you fall, you'll have something to land on. Exactly. It'll cushion yeah. the blow. Yeah. Just fall forward. Yep. Fall forward. So uh, this article was from a British newspaper. I don't know if people in America are doing this. I don't know if we I have mean, a version sense. of it. But um, You know but, what? I'm going to take a stance against this. All natural beard, baby. All natural. All no, natural. No, no, no. Uh, no but could steroids. you imagine no, how many none. luscious beards we could have instead of like those fuck boys with scraggle beards? Oh, just get them some. So okay. So games. I feel like we should support them in their attempt to grow the beard, not shame them. No, but this is how they could get nice luscious beards. But you know, so, so this was. I read a neat little article because I'm. <laughs> As as a longtime listener of the podcast would know, we're weirdly obsessed with Ted Cruz's beard. Um, <laughs> so I read yes. an article where someone was like, the headline of the article article was basically, "I fucking hate Ted Cruz's beard," and here's why. It's not that bad. And no, that no, 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 no. They make when once once you see it, you can't unsee okay, it. Well, I don't want to. I don't no, want to ruin it for me. I think it's just uneven. The, no, the jawline. He has. The jawline that he's put on it is too high up on his face. Oh yeah, I, I know. When what you look mean. at it on the yeah. side, like he's the kind of person, and he's talking about like this is con- like they're this is just a common mistake that like you're wearing the wrong style. It's giving a fa- it's giving a false jawline impression, and he's got a little bit of a waddle going. Let's yeah. be let's be so real here. You don't so want it he that needs high to up, yeah, yeah it needs to come down with it, and it's like God yeah. Now that I see it, it's like he really needs to well, really needs to bring that line But this goes back to our down. first discussion about the Cruzo beard. Yeah, is that he some... really needs bearded friends to give him some guidance. Yeah, I, I feel, feel honestly at this point we are doing him and part of our country a disservice by not reaching out to Ted Cruz <laughs> and being like, "Friend, Bro. let us mentor you." We're like, doing the Lord's work. He does have the blessing of the beard. He, d- he literally. Does. Which Literally. is my favorite, just my favorite thing. But no, that's what we've been, like you said, that's yeah. what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. It's like, he, his face is not fit for Look, the style I, of beard he's If wearing. I type up an article and submit it around some places, we need to try and get this viral so Ted Ted can see it. Well, yeah. good. We'll, I know every we'll, time we we'll talk about this. him, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to at him on Twitter so he can read it. But then... He's just such a pol- obviously being a politician, yeah. But he's such a political works. figure. I don't want. I don't want that fire yeah, brought. Me like, like we we try and be politically neutral on on this. So like, I just 
lot of people hate him. A lot of but people like him. I don't really want either politics. of those people I, to. Well, that's just that's thing. my if, thing. Is I'm if like, we, ah. if we can just if we if the conversation would just stay about the beard. But I know if we critique the beard, there's going to be people out there that are like, blah 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 blah. And I just don't like, want that in my life. Like I'm not even. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm help just you. trying to help a fellow yeah. American. Uh, correction. I would be okay with that beard. in my life. I don't want it in the podcast life. <laughs> is basically. I don't want That's us scary. to get review bombed on iTunes. But then we, we could get the reputation of being no, beard we we, mentors for celebrities, and then oh, we okay. can. Well, no, that's what we we just parlay that into our side hustle. Our career is that we are celebrity beard experts. Oh, I, th- I thought our career was that we were going to have many donkeys. Yes. Okay, look. <laughs> we're gonna, have you look, met Bob? A he's, a, he's, a, he's a man of many projects. <laughs> we're going to oh have my God. financial empire. It's probably going to be mules. Let's be real. Many the, donkeys are outside of our price range. The beehive. Well, that's the aspiration, though, <laughs> Yeah, we, we build up to tiny donkeys. How much is a tiny donkey? Oh, I bet you they're stupid expensive. But a mule, as of if I had a cousin who bought a mule for 50 bucks at auction. No one at gives, auction. No one wants a mule, though, Bob. That's why they're cheap. But a mule... <laughs> They're sterile. So we just get a poop bag for it. Tony's on poop bag duty. Yikes. And, <laughs> Why me? And me and Derek will stock up the mule with beer. I don't know. I, don't I feel like we should just bite the bullet and get the mini. The mini. I think it's going to be too expensive. We'll look into we'll, it. We'll, 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 put put a, pin in that. we'll put a pin in that tail. <gasps> uh, what about little piglets? Couldn't hold enough beer. They're they could hold like. It'd be adorable. It's a though. mini pig. It can okay, hold like a co- bottle. Even mini pigs are like 300 pounds. But I think you're thinking of pot-bellied pigs. A mini pig is like... They don't stay tiny like that. They get bigger. That's why people end up with like, holy shit, I have a 300-pound pig. What the fuck do I do? Bacon. Like, because they're expecting it to be... I don't think mini pigs grow that big. That's the point of a mini pig. No. That's what everyone thinks. I shit you fucking not. Mini pigs don't say small. Wait, so are you saying... Regular pigs are like 800 pounds. Regular pigs. They're not actually mini pigs. They're just piglets. Yes. And then they get bigger, and people go, "What the fuck do I do with three hundred pounds of pig?" Okay, so I'm gonna you strap six years of beer to it. I'm That's gonna side I mean, with and, Tanya, and on like this, a three hundred pound pig is still smaller than a normal eight or nine hundred pound pig. While I have no knowledge in this area, this does seem like the kind of nonsense that Catwoman over here would have looked up. Yeah, so no, that I have she no could decide whether or not I she, really wanted a tiny yeah. pig, and I've watched lots of YouTube videos about how this lady thought she was getting a tiny like. Three pound well, piglet, just, and it well, maybe being, maybe she maybe just she, got a piglet. Yeah, no, instead of a it's common. Piglet. No, what, well, well, that's common, what I'm saying. But, maybe yeah. people are passing off piglets as mini pigs. Like, oh, here, but get by this pigs mini pig. Are still a thing that actually but mini pig is still I think a thing. P- mini pigs are just piglets, y'all. They get big. I, we're gonna we're gonna research see this. this we're gonna research this. Yeah. It's on your sandwich after that. Wow, wow. I'm okay with that. All right, so here's my final bit of news, and this is amazing science, man. Science is great. Okay. I'll be the judge. Yes. So bars lose 20% of their alcohol to overpours and free drinks yes. for friends. That amounts to $50 billion per year in booze that mysteriously disappears. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a mystery. We know where it goes. Well, right. But, but yeah, un, unpaid for. So oh, th- this headline is the Nectar of the Gods. Okay. Okay. So there's a company, Nectar... That has solved the problem. No, they haven't. They, but they have. No, so this shit's fucking awesome. So you know the pores. Like, Are, wait, hold on, the, Bob. Yes. Are you legitimately about to try and make the case to us about people not getting giving friends free drinks? Well, no. That's what it sounds well, like. No, no, you're no. About to here's do. the thing: the bar will be better able to track. 
let me explain and you'll see okay. you'll see where we're at here. Okay. So the company is called Nectar. Yes. You've been to bars. You mm-hmm. know how they put the pourers mm-hmm. in there? Like, you know, they remove the, the topper thing. It's like a little metal rubber conglomerate. Straw thing. Straw thing that they yeah. use for pouring. They've invented one with an ultrasound in it that pings down into the bottle, detecting how full the bottle is at all times. And so it, it sends a solar pulse down, measures how long it takes for it to bounce back, so it gives real-time pour tracking hmm. as it goes. Yeah. And also, they also have them in gyroscopic taps for beer taps. So uh, when bars order them, they come pre-synced and labeled for certain bottle shapes. Like you get like a Patron-shaped bottle or a Jack Daniel-shaped bottle tap. Yeah. You put it in there. Um, and so it, with each pour, yeah. the sonar pulse determines how much is in the bottle and subtracts it from the previous measurement to record how much is doled out. All that information goes to an app. So bar managers can instantly see, like, instead of having to, like, I've been there when bars are, like, placing their order and you see the the, the guys having to pick up every bottle, kind of shake it a little bit to see how much is in there and, like, jot down, like, okay, we got this much. That's done. Like, it just... They helps just, with your ordering. It helps with their ordering, but you can also you can track to see like, okay, hey, Susie's uh, out here being yeah, fast Susie's and loose. being loosey goosey with this, but also like, hey, this special is doing really good. Like they can instantly see like, oh shit, this martini special, we're fuck Jen out the yin yang, you know? It's like it's fucking awesome, and it's uh, nine. I think it's ninety nine dollars a month. For a, I think it was thirty bottle setup. You you figure? I mean, that sounds kind of high, but then the amount of money that you're losing in liquor if yeah. you're at a, if you're at a place that like, why the fuck can I keep shit on the shelves? But I don't seem to be making as much money. Like if you've got perhaps some people who are, yeah, pouring too much. Yeah, no. So, so you're against free drinks, is what I mean. <laughs> I am pro free drink. But also pro sonar. They're basically cramming bats in the mouth of every one of these bottles. <laughs> no, no, I, they're, they're tucking little bats in there and getting the bats to squeak their I just science want it knowledge to be at an app. Tiny bats, tiny donkeys, tiny pigs. I, I love this episode. I just I feel like I want to point out that you, sir, are an American. That's Oh, or well, conversely, fair. he's the most American because it's very capitalism. Capitalist. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh. it's authoritarian. Like, let's be real here. But okay. still, <laughs> seems to be quite American. It depends on what uh, depends <laughs> on what presidency. Maybe I'm an Andrew Jackson style American. <laughs> Isn't he? You know, on some maybe movies? I maybe I just want to walk around and beat people with canes. You know, I'm all for Who that. Who doesn't? Honestly. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I just thought that was so cool. That I is was like, neat. That's awesome. Like little sonar pulse, and like with that ninety nine dollar a month plan, like you get like anytime a pour goes out, it just gets replaced. Yada yada yada. Like they're it's just full warranty. Plan. Oh, that way if you're the tech, yeah, fails. that's cool. Yeah, that is super neat. So it's real time stats. So you could even like you could be the bar manager just sitting at home checking the app. Like oh shit, they're getting really low on Jack. Let me go run to the liquor store real quick and pick up a couple bottles or something like that you know and if you're sitting at the house you shouldn't have to do that that's fair but you know <laughs> but you, you know those managers yeah. are out there you yeah know? oh i or more more precisely an owner like a bar owner i could yeah i see this being more like a bar owner's like ah oh, 
the bar is established enough that the owner doesn't have to be there all the time, but he likes to keep an eye on the place, yada, yada, yada. It'd be really nice if you had multiple bars, and then you could consolidate your orders more easily. Yeah. Because then you could see this location, this location, and that location. You know, what are their inventory levels? That way you can do a consolidated well, order Well, also, like, three. you know, I know the ABC system here in Alabama, they'll give you deals on, like, you know, buying in bulk. Yeah. So if you realize, oh, hey, you know what? I could justify getting a you know three cases of jack you'd probably score some sort of deal off or that. you you can realize that gin just isn't fucking moving because it tastes like pine cones yeah so Gin's awful i'm never like for this whole month we've we've done one shot equivalent of this <laughs> liquor how about i never buy it again and yeah. then I feel like you you'd kinda... be able to know that without the sensor thing. True. Though. Yeah. Yes, if but it the, sells that poorly. But it's but... nice to have the data to back up the things that you think that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, if you see something's moving slowly, maybe you do a special for it. Like, oh well, maybe maybe we do put you know gin and tonics on special this month. More information can't gin. hurt. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, it, that. it can, but it yeah. can't. But unless until so, it gives you until information it paralysis. Then, yeah. Uh, last little bit of news. Um, this isn't really news, but uh, we've been, you know, on our news episodes the past couple of weeks, we've been promoting some other podcasts that we've become friends with. Yes. Uh, I want to shout out the Drunk Guys Book Club oh, podcast. that sounds like y'all <laughs> before I got here. Uh, hey. But no, so, so what they do is every week. So actually now would be the perfect time to jump in on them because it's short story month. Nice. And they're doing nothing but short stories, like a, a short story episode a day. So they're all like 10 minutes long. Nice. Um, they did a story of an hour, which we did in oh, our okay. season one. I asked for uh, And so, but it's like, it's four, I think it's four guys. It's kind of hard to tell. I think it's four, but th- their voices sometimes sound kind of similar. And I've only listened to like that's five, five episodes Wait, no, that's of them. sexist. It's voicist. Voicist. Uh, there you soundist. go. Soundist. I, I've, listened, I've listened to five episodes of them, and I just don't know their voices that well yet. Yeah. Um, you, so you didn't, like, go to their social media to see a picture of them or a here no, we I t- are? I, ta- I talked to them on Reddit, <laughs> and then I started listening to them, okay. and that's where we're at. You didn't? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Follow but up no, But no, so what they do is every episode they try three beers that are themed on whatever story they're reading. Oh, that is a lot. So, like, like story of an hour, you know, they picked beers that have like something to, to do, do with, time. with time or stuff like, like that. It. Um, and they live in New York, so it's a lot easier. So for it's a lot easier for, for them shows. to find all these themed beers and whatnot. Mm, and they, so it. they, you hear them, they just crack it open, pour it out, and just give it a try on the air there. And they're like, oh, I like this. Oh, I can taste the peach. You know, da 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 da. Nice. And so it's a little bit like us, but every week they just do a. It's these four guys talking about a book every week. I uh, roughly, like roughly like hour-long episodes normally, but right now it's like 10 to 15-minute episodes because it's short stories. So now's right. a good time to jump in, just listen. Because I've listened to a full-length episode yeah. and some of these short ones. It's the same vibe. Just so shorter. Listen to the short ones. See if you like them. And if you do, check out the long ones. Uh, nice. So good time to jump in on that. So Drunk Guys Book Club. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Um, so that's all I've got. Uh, are y'all are y'all good? I, I I'm feel hung- like I'm hungry. You're breaking, hungry. Breaking news story. Breaking news. Um, and I'm dying. So yeah, Derek's sick. Um, but also, uh, if you haven't yet, you have. 
three days to read the short reads for this month. They're really good. They're two Ray Bradbury stories. Spoiler. I picked them. Uh, the Velt and All Summer. All Summer in a Day. All Summer in a Day. Uh, so read those. The links are on our website, bookspiritsboozecom slash short reads. So go check that out. Give them a read. We're actually about to record our thoughts on it that will drop on Wednesday. So Wednesday. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, happy Memorial Day. I hope you're not getting sunburnt. We're in a heat wave here in Alabama. It's going to oh, be like so, 100 uh, friend, degrees. A friend of ours, uh, Corey, told me yesterday that only two places in the world broke 100 degrees. Alabama. Alabama, West Georgia, and equatorial africa <laughs> love it so, seems legit yeah, they did a good man it's hard to find too oh yeah okay yeah no they've done they've, signs and symbols yeah yeah they've done a bunch and they they done yellow some, wallpaper they, oh yeah and so they did also i have no mouth but i'm a scream i listened to that one that was a good one uh because uh friend les who Bartleby. emailed us he recommended that we read that on here harlan ellison mm-hmm. i've read so, that i don't know that one yeah so, yeah, they've done a ton of good short stories. So, really, guys, go check them out. They're great. Drunk Guys Book Club. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, in the coming week, as the purple crown bag of your week carefully caresses you in its purple embrace, I hope that the blessing of the beard will be upon you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.